Hello everyone. Welcome to Digital Marketing Gyan, the podcast where we keep on sharing some of the informative tools, techniques, case studies and latest updates in digital marketing domain. I'm your host Prince Kumar and today we have an amazing guest who does not need any introduction in the podcast industry. We have Graham Brown, host of the Asia Tech podcast and CEO of Pickle and Co. an award winning podcast agency based in singapore and also having partner studios in 20 plus cities globally including delhi mumbai and bangalore in india he is a published author on the subject of the digital transformation of communication and has published over 1000 podcast episodes his work has been featured in the financial times the wall street journal he has worked with mckinsey uti investment bank air asia Vodafone, Nokia, UNICEF and many more. Hi Graham, excited to have you on our show. Likewise, hello Prince Kumar. Thank you for inviting me onto this show. So Graham, how your journey in the podcasting started and uh, what has the journey been till now? Yeah, thanks. So my podcast agency pickle and co is 3 years old we started it in 2018 i've been podcasting a long time before then my first podcast prince was probably 2003 when there was no podcasts basically back then i was running a research company we were researching telecoms and communication industry and uh back then i was conducting a lot of interviews so i was recording on the old fashioned desktop phone okay and you you had a, a small device it was like a small box you plug into the phone like a wiretap and then i would record an interview like this but without video that was 18 years ago before rss before ipod before itunes etc so those were my first ever podcast interviews recorded and uh, that's what i've been doing more or less ever since and recently i think you started a campaign where you recorded around 200 plus uh, episodes something was like that yeah um, well i recently i run a show on which is a youtube based podcast okay and uh, we do uh, daily recordings on every thursday and every thursday we record in one day 20 to 25 podcasts oh so i wanted to prove that actually recording a podcast is not so difficult anymore so anybody can do it and i wanted to get really really good at production so that's what we're doing now so why do you think that podcast has a lot of potential and uh, do you also think that it can be a part of the mainstream marketing channel in the coming future it already is part of mainstream marketing in some markets obviously markets move at different speeds india is catching up for sure uh, us it is definitely mainstream for example ford uh, the automotive brand has recently launched a great podcast called Bring Back Bronco which is about the Bronco truck that's a great podcast that's very much a mainstream marketing effort where we still have work to do is 
we still have growth left in attribution part of podcasts. We still have uh, a lot of growth in communications-based podcasts and even the advertising model and metrics on podcasts are very early stage. So there's so much growth. We're, look, we're about 1998 in websites. That's the equivalent. Today, 2011, sorry, 2021 is the equivalent of 25 years ago in websites. Very, very early days, but look at where we are now with websites. Definitely. So definitely podcast is going to be the part of the mainstream. And even I think so it might be overtaking a good amount of uh, the marketing channels or the marketing platform that we have. Yeah, I, we see a lot of growth. I mean, think about it. In Today, there are 2.7 million podcasts in the world. In 1998, there were 2.7 million websites. Today, there are 1.8 billion websites. So there is a lot more growth to come. If we think about podcasts, not as owned by a brand, but by people in the brand. So you could have one brand having five, 10, 15 podcasts. And we're seeing this now, right? Not just one brand, one podcast. It doesn't work like that. We're seeing one brand, the digital team, the product team, the CEO, the head of marketing, all have podcasts now. So the potential to go from 2.7 million to 1.8 billion podcasts is real. And I think that is the growth that we're going to see. Amazing. So can you just brief about the analysis that you have done? Because uh, like while going through a LinkedIn page, I was able to see a good amount of analysis. And when I first interacted with you on LinkedIn. So the first thing that attracted to me was uh, that India is the fastest podcast market in the world. Being an Indian, definitely it was proud for me. But then again, uh, while going through the podcast, I was not able to find any good kind of you know content uh, for that. And that was... The one that I, you know, thought of approaching you and to get a brief study or the brief analysis of the complete analysis that you have done. So, can you mm. just brief about that? Sure. So, let's focus on India. So, India is the fastest growing podcast market in the world. Uh, we look at the numbers today. In 2021, we predict that there will be 100 and 11 so over 100 million weekly podcast listeners in India which is about the same size as the American podcast market so the numbers are there the numbers in India are already here the problem is content like you say there isn't enough local content still India absorbs a lot of international content but India has a great media industry. Obviously, you have Bollywood, you have a very strong entertainment sector. This is now translating into podcast. We're seeing a lot of um, known media stars starting podcasts, comedians, um, cricket players, you know, who are now getting into podcasts, who are appearing on podcasts as guests, maybe. So sports, entertainment. The next stage is localized content, not just, you know, Indian content, but it may be, yeah, you might have Tamil, you might have Telugu, you might have Malayalam or 
whatever region, Marathi, for example, they all have, these are big markets, maybe 50 to 100 million people, right? So now you're starting to see with the growth of Ghana, the growth of GeoSavan, these two Indian local platforms, you're starting to see a lot of localization of content. So yeah, the content isn't there, Prince. The content isn't ready yet. But if we go back to the beginning, like 1998 internet, the content wasn't there. You know, the 98 internet was a very different place to today. So when the audiences grow, the content will come. So I think in the next two to three years, you're going to see a big growth in content in India. And that's exciting. Looking forward for that. Can you just put your inputs upon like why India has become a kind of, you know, the fastest growing podcast? Uh, because definitely uh, when we compare with US and China or with any other country. So what might be the probable reasons for you know, India emerging? Hmm. Many factors. Let's start with the fundamental. So India, you know, obviously the size of the market is important. 1.3 billion people now. And you have also the world's largest youth population. So young people are one of the biggest audience demographics for podcasts. Uh, you have a very digital population in India. You have also a large growth in minority podcasts. So one of the great things about podcasts is it gives a voice to people who don't have a voice. So we're seeing a lot of Indian women starting podcasts, which is a good thing because maybe they don't have a voice on traditional media as everywhere in the world. So you're seeing a lot of that. Now you also have, importantly, the impact of COVID and what's happened in India, obviously India has had the worst situation in the last three months. And now today is slightly better, right? Now India has control of the situation, but since March this year, it's been a crisis situation in India. And that means that a lot of young people are at home, a lot of students, a lot of families, a lot of workers not going to the office and therefore they're looking for connection. So I think the impact of COVID has accelerated podcasts in India because it's allowed them to connect with people and connect with ideas, connect with content, connect with conversations that they didn't have before. And of course, you've seen a lot of mental wellness, a lot of relationships, um, podcast appearing as well. So it really is a reflection of how people feel. In summary, there are two factors. One is the Indian market and two is COVID. You add those together, you're seeing a very big spike, right? Definitely. So do you think because of COVID, the surge is only in India or it's a kind of global listeners of podcast have increased? Definitely global, but India more. India have more. Global. Definitely. Yeah, because, Definitely. you know, young population, a lot of disruption in the last six months. And I feel it's a, been a great way for people to reach out to other people. People have started podcasts in the COVID times to connect, to reach out. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, there's a strong youth market, English speaking as well, has 
giving them ideas. Definitely. So even like uh, even I also started my podcast around three to four months back, and right. the main reason for was that uh, like I am into digital marketing domain, and uh, I used to uh, like for whatever things I used to read, I used to bookmark it or you know note it down or somewhere. But then again, creating a video, then I thought that you know why should I keep the information to myself? Let it kind of you know be a helpful to others. And for that, I create. I thought of creating a video. That, but then again, when I saw the instruments and you know the complete planning and these all things, I thought that left it. Uh, I will plan it other. But then when mm. I saw a podcast, I thought that you know it's comparatively uh, very easy to use. Since uh, you know if you have a good mic and if you had a complete planning on these all things, you can plan the content and then you can go live. And there's a good amount of audience that are able to appreciate you. And then if they like, then definitely. So that was my reason. You know why even I started for the podcast. Hmm. Yeah, importantly, yeah, like you say, it was easy. That was the key part of it. Like if you create a video, it takes time. It has to look good. Editing is hard, but on a podcast, you play to your strengths. The strength of the podcast is the conversation, your experience, right? But on a video, if you create a video and you go to YouTube, I mean, I make YouTube videos, so it's important to understand that I'm not saying YouTube is bad, but If I go to YouTube, I'm less effective than my 15-year-old son, right? My 15-year-old son, with less money, he can go onto YouTube, make a video, more views, maybe thousands more views than me, and that's the point. But he can't create a conversation like this. He can't create a conversation with somebody because he doesn't have years of experience and he doesn't have connections. And that's why audio plays to our strengths, whereas video plays to our weaknesses. And we're competing with kids, right? Who will always be better than us. When we come to the podcast, what is the highlight of the audience that you have seen? Means, uh, are they mostly youngsters, or are they kind of people of all age? Uh, globally, podcast audiences start older and get younger and especially in india you know because it tends to be business it tends to be older people starting it because they have the resources but now we're seeing a lot of younger people starting podcasts which is good that's a good sign and not just younger but also more influential so in within businesses we're seeing uh, that the data shows that podcast listeners are higher position within their companies than non-podcast listeners and that's important so they tend to be younger more influential and more senior in their businesses so that's a good market to target here and i think mainly because young people have more um uplift with the podcast they they don't have access to traditional media like old people like me you know nearly 50 we own traditional media right so we can get articles out we can get on tv but difficult for young people so that's why young people are turning to podcasts because they don't need permission they don't need to ask somebody an editor a commissioner they can just make their own radio show it's amazing So we're seeing a lot of young people now getting into podcasts, creating, consuming, and I think that's a good sign. 
definitely that's a definitely good that we are saying so coming to the audience like you have mentioned so what about the topics like what are the topics that you think or what are the themes that you do it, uh, that you think that are kind of consumed in a good content like uh, if someone is planning for that so mm-hmm. what are the important trending topics that you think or the sections that you think everything that's the point there is a podcast about everything in the world today it's difficult to say trending because i think that if you are creating a podcast you should talk to your audience not a new audience so everybody has an audience if you're in business if you're a business owner if you're a marketing person you have people who listen to you and talk to them you know your audience what are they interested in what is their frustrations what are their fears what are their pain points these are the subjects you should talk about be honest be vulnerable be human in your subject so speak to their concerns their worries so if you see what people are listening to now everything is a podcast right now but it seems to be that people are now accessing content which they couldn't access before for example a lot of relationship advice podcasts popular now a lot of mental wellness podcasts think about that that now we you know two men can talk about mental health 5 years ago we couldn't do this but now you can have a podcast about this and you know maybe even a a cricketer or a sports guy talking about mental health that's fantastic years ago not possible but now this has a platform for the for the conversations we don't normally hear but we need to hear so there is a conversation about everything out there now and i think that's what is the beauty of podcasts is that if you want to talk about something and there is an audience for that something then you can create a podcast about it definitely so i haven't uh, like in india what i have seen is that a good amount of emerging poets are there so what they do even they are creating a podcast based on their poems you know they yeah. are creating a poets and and based on that they are creating a podcast channel there are few who are kind of uh, phrasing the music in their voice so these are few of the talents that they are able to push out because of uh, the beauty of this you uh, know the channel hmm yeah that's nice what kind of poets are they what kind of is it so traditional poetry no they are not kind of temp- traditional they are not kind of traditional but they are the beginners one like they are into their hmm. initial stages try to give whatever things that they can give to them that's great that's a real democratization of media right give everybody a voice maybe they're not good maybe they're good but let the audience decide rather than let the editors decide right which is traditional way of doing it definitely definitely so uh, along with india what are the top other countries that you think are kind of leading uh, in this podcast uh, race if you think yeah well leading has many meanings right of course in just numbers that india china us are the biggest markets but each market is different for example in terms of business models and the development of the advertising and marketing industry america is ahead of everybody america is 3 4 years ahead of asia 
because they have very established media advertising networks, more established marketing industry and podcasts, and more audience appetite for advertising and marketing. So America leads in terms of the business models, the monetization of podcasts. But I feel, you know, like we need to consider what will emerge in Asia, India, China, Indonesia, and Southeast Asia as well. These are really interesting markets to watch. So it's difficult to say which is the leading market in the world. Everybody has a different type of content in their market. For example, in India, you talk about poets. There's a lot of comedy podcasts in India as well. Every podcaster, next podcaster seems to be a comedian. Whereas if you go to uh, America, it's different. You know, you different type of podcast. If you go to Indonesia, you'll find more comedy podcasts again, more political podcasts. So every market is different, which is great. And I feel that that makes it really interesting. And everybody should look at different markets, what's going on, get an understanding. You may find a format that works in your market. You may find a business model that works in your market. We are not yet global. Nobody knows everything, right? That's the great thing about where we are now. And what about the content creators? Like for them, according to you, how do you rate India? Like. Is India a good in terms of content creating or they are still a kind of lagging behind? Difficult to measure that. Of course, content is is uh, relative, subjective, right? You have in India the emergence of the production houses. You have companies like IVM Podcasts. Um, and you have, for example, like Wine Studio these people produce uh, narrative podcasts. So you're seeing this, you're seeing the professionalization of podcast content in India, the very early days. Uh, I feel in two years, the, the content level is going to be much higher in India. Right now, it's just everybody, everybody with a laptop and earphones and something to say has a podcast. This is like 1998 websites, right? Two years time, a lot more professional content. In India, you will see the development of wondery style podcasts like in America, you know, these very deep narrative podcasts, sounds like a radio show, sounds like Netflix. Um, Spotify is investing in India. Um, I'm sure Netflix, these large American networks will come to India and look for local partners. So. Content creation is being professionalized fast in India, but right now it's still early stages. Definitely, definitely it's, it's in the early stage and definitely there's a kind of lot more to be done. Mm. Uh, so Spotify has recently launched Green Room. Do you think uh, it will complement the podcaster in a kind of, you know, uh, it will be beneficial for them? Well, Spotify really wants to find ways to uh, monetize podcasts and grow podcasts and be the go-to for podcasts. So Green Room has to be part of that plan. Obviously, Green Room is replacing Clubhouse. But if we look at both of them, why do they exist? The reason why 
Clubhouse and Green Room exist is because podcast discovery is pretty bad. You know, it's pretty difficult to discover podcasts, search podcasts particularly. So Clubhouse originally was a popular way to promote podcasts and Green Room will be will become a way of promoting podcasts. Now, how do these work together? I would look at Green Room and Spotify in the same way you would look at radio and music. You need music, you need podcasts, and you need airplay to promote your music. So Green Room will be the radio airplay to promote podcasts. But you need to have the songs, the assets, the property here on Spotify. These will, in time, come together. Uh, right now, Green Room is pretty bad experience. It's not good. It's very difficult to get on. Uh, very buggy. Three to six months from now, different. But this will be a really important part of discovery process for Spotify. But I think so. Spotify is uh, trying to play with that spaces that is available as of now. Like even we have yeah. heard that even Facebook is coming into the audio format. Like uh, it is uh, utilizing a kind of some uh, audio room where uh, audience can connect with each other on a kind of audio format. So when Facebook it is mm. trying to come into that space. Yeah, think as well that there is a big untapped potential in searchable audio. So there is, there was a research project in California by the University of Stanford, and it was the, called the EAR project, like E, E-A-R, EAR project. And it was a device that people wore around their neck. And this device turned on randomly every day, recorded sound and turned off. And the reason they did this is they wanted to record random conversations. And they found that we spend 40% of our day in conversation with people, right? So most of the downtime, we're talking to people about stuff, food, weather, nothing really. And what's interesting is that we only spend 4% of our time on social media, but we spend 40% of our time talking to people. Now, 40% of our time is off record. It meaning that we don't have any data about it, what we talk about, what we care about, who we talk to. If Spotify can somehow quantify that 40%, think about huge marketing advertising potential for Spotify, Facebook, Google. If we can now search every single conversation that we have, imagine the potential to understand Prince, Kamal, what you really talk about outside of Facebook, outside of LinkedIn, what you're really about. Now, of course, that's a very dystopian future. That's Big Brother. That's, you know, lots of potential to use that negatively. But that's the way we're going. That's what they want, a small piece of that 40%. And that's what Spotify is pushing for now. You know, Spotify will become the Google of sound. That's where they're going. Very well said. Very well said. I think definitely Spotify is leading somewhere. So uh, in the starting, you told that the businesses have also started utilizing podcasts to leverage the audience. Along with that, like uh, you mentioned about an automobile client. 
So can you just mention about the sectors that have started emerging into this podcast industry? Any uh, businesses that you have mentioned? Yeah, I'll give you an example. Currently, we are producing a podcast for UTI, Investment Bank of India, which is part of Axis. And this is a bank which is selling India to the world. It's selling the story of India. It's selling why should you invest in India from outside India into India. So one thing that we are creating for UTI is a podcast called The Story of India. And it's the story of India told through the entrepreneurs of India. So for example, one of the episodes, we have uh, Venki, who is the um, the Shahrukh Khan's business partner for the Kolkata Knight Riders, the, the cricket franchise in Kolkata, KKR. So he's on the the podcast. Uh, we have the founder of Nokri, Nokri.com, you know, so, uh, you know, they, they own a lot of different things. He's on the podcast. So they're talking about the growth potential of India. They're talking about the opportunities. So for an investment bank targeting investors around the world about the story of India, this is a great way for them to really redefine the narrative about India. Because obviously people have a lot of conceptions. What is India? What's good about India? What's bad about India? Should I invest in India? What are the risks of India? But if you can tell a story, you can also control the conversation around that story. Maybe you don't want to tell this story. Maybe you want to tell this story about India. That frames people's understanding of reality. So I see a lot of enterprise. I work with enterprise to help them tell these stories defined these are called in marketing it's called a category narrative so you take a category and you lead the category by defining the story of that category think for example red bull you know red bull is not a soda red bull is an energy drink and red bull successfully defined and led the category by telling the story of energy drinks and this is what I see how brands can use podcasts to de- define that category. And once you define the category and people buy into that story, you lead and you can control the narrative. And therefore, your brand and your competition with other people in that category. Definitely. That clearly indicates that it's all about creating a story rather than creating a directly a marketing page. So I think so if uh, brands want to enter into this podcast, then definitely they should be planning something that they can connect with their audience. And then definitely it mm. will be, in the long run, definitely it will be leading to a sale. Yeah, we really buy through stories, right? And why should I buy this bank and not this bank? Really, that comes down to trust, relationships and story. And here's a great way of doing it because especially younger customers, they're not buying traditional media stories, right? They're not doing it in the same way they used to. So they're looking for other ways to build trust, to understand brands, to learn, you know, who is the CEO? Imagine now 
that customers want to know who is the CEO what does he mean what does he believe in what does he care about people want to know younger generation want to know you know what is his views on diversity what is his views on climate change they want to know everything and podcasts are a great way to connect with those people and tell those stories so you have given a brief uh, analysis that you have given and definitely that shows that it is going to be the future of tomorrow what is the advice that you would be giving to those who want to start their podcast and especially uh, how they can plan for targeting the indian industry hmm yeah when you start a podcast it's good to know two things firstly your motivations and secondly your audience let's start with motivations now you can have internal motivations to start a podcast you can start a podcast because you enjoy it you like talking to people like prince kumar you like connecting with people these are all good reasons however if you're doing it in business and you have a budget to do it then you need to know the external motivations which are the business cases for creating a podcast how will this podcast impact my business positively and i have a guide i wrote a guide it's free so you know only to educate people at podcastingforbrands.com it just talks about the four business cases for a podcast you can use a podcast um as business development to get leads you can use a podcast for thought leadership to lead your category you can use a podcast for news and analysis and you can use a podcast for campaign awareness if you have a project you want to raise awareness of that project so the main thing now is if you start a podcast know what the business case for that podcast is because after 6 episodes you will find that you know the the motivation starts to drop and it's not so exciting anymore and now you have to work so you have to have a really good reason why you're doing this so the first part is know your motivations for doing it the second part advice is know your audience you should know your audience before you start a podcast the mistake that most people make when they start a podcast is they start a podcast and they don't know who they're talking to your audience shouldn't be the listeners your audience shouldn't be everybody out there your audience should be you when you speak to your audience you speak to one person you must know who they are what is their name how old they are what their job role is what's their pain points what's their problems why do they listen to you what's their worries right now always speak to that person maybe there's thousands of them but speak like a radio show a radio host always speaks to you directly and that's what we need to do in podcast if you don't know who that person is then ask talk to people talk to your sales guys talk to your employees find out who do i need to talk to but please don't start a podcast until you know exactly who you're talking to because the podcast won't go in the right direction over time 
it gets distracted or over time now there's so much competition in podcasting that you need to know exactly who you're going to talk to so those are the two pieces of advice prince one is motivations know the business case second is know exactly who you're talking to give them a name my podcast audience she's called nicole she's 42 years old she's a corporate communications leader and she listens to me because she needs to sell podcasts internally when i do a podcast i always think nicole i'm speaking to her just like you know in marketing when you write copy you always think about who am i writing this for right a pen profile as they call it right very very useful advice thank you so much thank you so with this we have come to the end of today's episode it was pleasure having you gram and learn about the exciting world of podcasting thank you so much and again looking forward to host yeah it was a pleasure for me thank you very much i love what you're doing i love the fact that you are supporting not just marketing but podcasting in india i think it has a great future i love the fact you're in early and you're building an audience and you're successfully continuing to do this so hopefully if we speak again in several months this thing continues to grow so thank you very much for the opportunity definitely thank you